There you go, guys. Welcome in. <laughs> Griftors. New theme song just dropped. Let me explain to you what's going on. So Megan's going to go to Honduras. I so am. She says, can we tape the show on Friday instead of Saturday so we'll have one in the can? Mm -hmm. Yes, sure, that's fine. You changed the show. Absolutely. Then she and says, I love your flexibility, then, by the way. Then she says, hey, me got a, a, a mental appointment at 2, so mm -hmm. can we move it back to <laughs> down to 11? So I say, sure, yes, we can do that. Then even today... <laughs> <laughs> she says uh what i says i don't know that was another thing but anyway i arrive mm -hmm. to her playing music on her phone yes that that's exactly what this is it's that's just music what won't she schedule during the show hours oh, or the, whatever what she the gets, situation she's doing ebt recertification <laughs> and so now she's on hold from EBT. Well, I've, I'm trying to get this shit in the bag before I go, right? Yeah. Because my because you're one of those people who schedules a billion things, and stacks them all together. It's absolutely not that. It's not that... the way I live. Mm. I live like the Amish. We okay. have flexibility. Our friend's barn burns down. We got three days to help <laughs> them rebuild. <laughs> That's uh, from uh, Titus, the Peter Santanello channel on YouTube. The situation is uh, my phone interview for my food stamps recertification is supposed to take place on the 5th. However, I will not be in America on the 5th. Therefore, I was trying to nip this, nip this in the bud, right, and take care of it before I leave. The uh, morning of the show. Uh, here's the thing. I thought this issue would be resolved at this point. Because uh, I've been on hold now for one hour and 47 minutes. Which okay? is like... Which is sort of an unprecedented... I don't think anybody could no, predict... No, I've waited that long. I've You've waited, waited, waited that waited long? And a half, uh, yeah, easy. I think an hour and a half is the longest I've ever waited. Which is cutting it close. You called was... them at 10, the show's at 11? No, I didn't cut... I mean... I would have called if it's if it's been like this for an hour forty eight. I would have called him at like nine. Well, anyway, that's the situation we're in, and on top of that, she'll be half distracted the whole show because she's got one ear. She just did it. <laughs> had to lean into the phone to see if the guy's picking up. Hey man, hey this, man, hey man. This show's all about hustling. All right, and if you're not on your grind. What are you doing? I'm fully present. I'm ready to do a show. I'm ready to give it all to the jockeys. Um, You're half ready at best. We're going to have to pause whatever we're talking about. But what is a jockey if not a human, right? And what do humans understand? Other humans, unless they're sociopaths. And I don't think we have a single sociopath listening to us right now. Shout out to everybody all around the world who has the capacity for human empathy. All right. I'm trying to get something done before I skidded. You know, and you got I, too much on your plate. I'll let you know. I have topics. Oh, good. How about that? Yeah, no, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you carry the bulk of the show while you have. And lesson. you absolutely can do that. <laughs> you can absolutely have because women are great multitaskers. I don't know if you've heard this. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. You're better at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Societally, we've been programmed to be better at multitasking. Can you mend my? Uh... I will darn your garment. There you go. While we speak on this episode. Too early. Sorry. Okay. Half distracted. <laughs> <laughs> what are I, your topics? My topics? Okay, let's get right into it. We're talking about traveling, right? Yep. So, 
you're going to be coming over here uh, to check on scraps every now and then. I will not. I'll never make scraps reschedule. I'll never change it. I will show up exactly on time to give him his food when he's used to getting it. Okay. Uh, Unless it's pre 10 (laughs) a.m. And God love you for it. Here's the thing. I had to make a key for you in Ooh, order to enter and exit. That's the grift of the year, Megan baby. Ranch, all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and where did I go to make a key? I went to a key me kiosk. Like a yeah. uh, little, you know those things? They have them in 7-Elevens now? Yeah. Where it's just like a place where you insert the key and then yeah. like a robot this, this makes is. it? Yeah. Here's, okay, here's hack What happened to one. all those guys with those little trucks? Now they're just parked on the side of the road living in that key truck because the machines, the robots put them out of biz. Well, I mean, people are still locking themselves out and into places so that they at least are able to. So they have that. You know, because a robot can't travel to you to get you into your house. Not yet. Not yet. But so the robot. Key drone will be the new thing. (laughs) But key, key me. That's what it's called. Okay. But the key me machine. Here's the hack number one, right? You go to use it. They're trying to charge you $8 for one key, which is fucking batshit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's batshit right here on this episode. Jeez, what's no? wrong with that? You was don't a natural do area to go with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're proving all my points. Um, Mid-sentence. <laughs> so $8 is batshit, right? But I do a little looking around because I'm looking for a promo code. And instead of finding a promo code, what I find is someone on the internet is like, if you if you like remove the key from your cart and say that you're going to cancel the transaction, they come back to you hat in hand, and they're like, well, uh, please don't leave. We'll give you thirty three percent off. Oh, and that's great tip. That's pretty good, right? If you need a key made in short order, right? Twenty four seven, by the way. I mean, you know, if you got, you can get a key made at like uh, Home Depot or whatever, but that shit ain't open twenty four seven. Anyway, they're like hat in hand. Uh, it's only five eighty, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll pay the five eighty. But then I'm like, I look up at the machine and it says one hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed, right? I go, okay. So then I get the key and then I come home and I immediately go on the website to the help area and type in. I just tried the key; it doesn't work. Whoa, key don't work. This is on know. top of the 33? <laughs> this is on top of the 33. Damn. I said, key don't work. And then within 24 hours, I would say within 12 hours, actually, they hit me back with an email. I think, here we go. The email says, thanks for contacting us. I'm very sorry to hear your key didn't work. While our kiosks are more accurate than a traditional locksmith, they do still have isolated cutting errors. I've processed a refund for the faulty key. Whoa. You should see that reflected on your bank statement within three to five business wow, days. Wow, look at that. Kaboosh. So we went down 33, and then we went down to zero, baby. Nicely done. And so you- if those kiosks completely go out of business, we'll know why. <laughs> key <laughs> Kiosks. Nicely done. So you got a free key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So you can go in, you can go out. I've decided the break of the show is going to be when that guy gets on to do your interview. Then I'll launch into the the grift horse. Oh, okay. Then we'll pause. But what if we then do we... the entire show and no one has addressed me yet? Oh, we tossed it in. We've we've actually done that before. Hmm. Oh, we tossed it in at the end? Or just we forgot to do that. Mm. You know, we forgot to just 
announce our theme. Right, right, right. But uh, so now you don't want to do it now. No. Okay. I want to. I, <laughs> I want a perfect break. So, like, first half of the show is this, and then we come back. And, okay. But um, speaking of you traveling, yo. Um. Oh, that's right. I brought you to get a gift that you had requested. Oh, is it what I think it is? Yeah. Your plugs. Yes, but I want to show you <laughs> the plugs that you got. First of all, this is. Um, they're Honeywell Hearing Protection. Love that. Okay, look at the name of them. Howard Light? Yeah, but look how the light is spelled. L-E-I-G-H-T. Who's my brother? I don't know. You've never said his name. Oh, my God. I'm going to cancel the show. You've never said your brother's name to me. I may have everybody write in. I've never told you my brother's you've name is ne- Lee. You've never. Well. You've- Nah, okay, yeah, okay. immediate, All right. immediate. I mean, it, it's kind of, it's peaking my memory banks, I guess. And she couldn't even guess it from this. <laughs> anyway, these are called Howard Leet, like L-E-I-G-H-T, that's how he spells it. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's wild, but these are great earplugs. These are the ones I use, multicolor foam Love that. earplugs. And this is a man that knows his plugs. I know my plugs. Dubs. These are going to... Help you on your trip. Thank you so much, King. I put uh, appreciate that. multiple uh, plugs in there. Thank it's you. not just two because you might lose one and then mm-hmm. you, uh, mm-hmm. you never know. How about that? And I have uh, small, small ear canals so they could fall out. That had to, Oh, okay. My ear canals are so small so I can't use like, earbuds. Oh, okay. It's painful. You're like the menace. We would go out for sushi because like I taught her how to eat sushi because she was from Texas. She never like had it before. Mm-hmm. And, um, She's like, well, I have a really small mouth. And she's like, she would get mad. Like, they make the sushi so big. It doesn't fit in my mouth. <laughs> that was life with the menace. Wow. You wait for her to get ready. You take her to the sushi place. And then she's mad that the sushi's too big. <laughs> sushi too big. All right. I have another gift for you. Wow. Thank you, Kramer. How about that? This one's also in a bag. Let me open this bag. Ooh. Right here on this episode of Grift Horse. And we're back. And we're back. I'll handle this. Okay, gang. <laughs> uh, you need to uh, make your predictions now about how long this hold was. Mm-hmm. Where she, they got they, you were on the hold for hour forty, and then she picked up. Uh, by the time, to- so uh, I just hung up, and it was we were we had hit two forty five, two hours forty five, I think. Wait, by the time I hung up. Oh, okay, so that was well. That's so, the answer then. So yeah. we that was an hour. We just <laughs> sat there. <laughs> I would say it's approximately almost an hour. And gang, can you believe? That uh, I it's not resolved yet. It's still not resolved. So, apparent, according apparently, uh, acor- according to their records, I was paid sixteen dollars uh by Central Casting sixteen uh a few days ago, which didn't happen. My lord! And the thing about that, and I tried to tell the woman, I don't know how I could have received any income uh when th- th- there was a strike going on and no one was acting. I mean, and then like. <laughs> 
Lisa. Isn't she getting paid more than 16 an hour? And then she spends an hour on your 16? <laughs> I mean, what's going on? So now I have to somehow send them proof that I didn't receive money. And I was like, can I just send you my bank account statement? And they're like, no, you have to contact the oh employer my, themselves. 16. Over $16. And this then also. Down. This would shut me down. Also, I have to send a signed affidavit that uh, I don't work for some random farm somewhere in central California. This has happened for years that like people have just used my social security number to like get jobs like oh. uh, working at farms. So much so that like EBT the EBT people told me like you don't every time you get a letter that says you got a new job with a farm, you don't have to contact us anymore because this has happened like a dozen times. But according to this woman, I have to send a signed affidavit uh, that I don't actually work at like Windfield Farms, which is like eight hours away from Windfield us or whatever farms. the fuck. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna get right on that. So anyway, Kramer, you have the patience of a saint, and right. yeah, um, you. you have it right here. No, we on did this. it already. We're not gonna. We did. Well, oh, did. Oh, you did it while I was answering the phone. There you go. Okay. Um. So what's this gift? <laughs> Said the half frazzled. My God, I do it right <laughs> in the middle of the gift too. And then I started telling her a story in the back while we were on break. And then the woman rang in. I don't even remember what that story. You're was. telling me a story about Chip riding a bike or some shit. Chip oh, going yeah, to your yeah, house. Yeah, the first time he ever visited me, right after Austin stories put us all together, he just kind of showed up at my house like one night, like hey, and he started BSing, uh-huh. and I wasn't used to like he talks sideways. He doesn't like talk in straight lines. Uh huh. And so as he's sitting there, he's kind of like standing on his like he just has his bike there. So I had a pen in my hand and. um on like the inner tube of his bike, I wrote "misbegotten douche." Like as he <laughs> as his rambles were going on, it just said "misbegotten." And then he looked at it, and then he like paused for a second, and then he like he okay wrapped it up. <laughs> that was our first meeting. Wow, how about that? Hey, so uh, yeah, let's get back into this gift. Mm. I brought you a gift. This is a mystery gift. Um, I know you're frazzled. You got more going on than just the show. <laughs> but this Globally, was, this yeah, was yeah. intended to be like a mystery gift. Like, why like am I what? giving this to you? Okay, they're blocks. They're what? like children esque blocks, but they're like they look cool and they're all magnetic. Yeah, they're magnetic wooden blocks. Magnetic wooden blocks. There you go. Do you want to investigate? Can you see? They're Tigu. Tigu. Tigu, Tigu is the brand. Tigu. Are you saying you want me to? investigate what tigu is tigu uh it's the common name of a number of species of lizards tigu okay no instruction manuals are like okay here we go we found the actual brand toys that inspire limitless creativity across all ages um I'm 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 still seeing babies. It says across all ages, but I'm seeing baby and toddler is quite you'd, prominent on the. Maybe you'd find more relevant information if you googled Wiki Tegu. Wiki Tegu, okay. Tegu. Well, we're back to the lizard. No, Tegu. Com- the company. So Tegu's Wiki. Disim- it. 
and this is a thing that exists. You've been there. You've been here. You you were just at their company's website. I was. So it exists. Now so you're it, looking for their Wikipedia. Wiki Tegu Company. Tegu Toy Company. There we go. A toy company based in Honduras. There you go. Kaboom. <laughs> How about that? Wow. One of Honduras' biggest exports is wood. And this magnetic company wood, by the way, is a bunch of, uh, I think it's just white, rich, trust fund kids that moved down there and started making toy blocks or it, something it like that. It aims to help Honduras through positive employment opportunities, tree planting efforts, and funding days of school. It was founded by, yeah, a white guy named Chris and a white guy named Will, co-founders and brothers. Wow. Anyway, that's a little taste of what you're heading to. And I thought, you know, like if I had a macaw. I would say, wow, let's return it back to its native homeland. <laughs> I thought, why don't gonna... take these back to Honduras, maybe gift them to a child or something. Okay, I could do that. I mean, yeah. I am I am allowed a free carry-on only because I'm traveling internationally. <laughs> if I were not traveling internationally, I would not be able to... It's You can't even like pay them to bring a carry-on. It's like you just straight up can't bring a carry-on. Really? Yeah. They're just like, no. This is just, this is how they fuck you these days, gang. All right. So while she was on the phone in that interminable wait, I mean, uh. talk about time being worthless. You're at least going to get paid <laughs> for that hour with your uh, free food. Or yeah. Whatever. So I, I'll be paid by getting food in order to sustain life. Yeah. Wow. What a wonderful gift. So I was on TikTok and this is the last TikTok. This, this is a sign. This is the last TikTok that I saw before you could re-enter the show. Okay. It's Jim Carrey. Most of the energy people lose is because their future problems in the brain really nowhere but here. <laughs> so, you go. I mean, in a way, yeah, if I didn't have to travel later today, I wouldn't have called EBT right now. Cut. Boom. And spent two hours and 45 minutes of the finite amount of time I have left on Earth. There you go. See, I know, I know that I don't have time to go to Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> You're overextended. Well, you know what? You know a lot more than me, man. But I'll Let it just be known, I didn't live my life this way. I'm not saying that I shouldn't have, but I'll be on YouTube. I'll be experiencing the waterfall at Palhappensack. I'll be seeing Tegu. I can even go down to Echo Park and eat the food. <laughs> and um, no one's schedule's affected. Well, I mean. Jim Carrey and me. You also don't have a mother-in-law. I mean, That's was this true. my choice? Was this my choice to, to you know what I mean? Yes, it was. You, you brought that henchman in and it's been trouble ever since. Well, you know what? And that's honestly a fair point. I guess, I guess if I weren't married, I wouldn't have a mother-in-law. And that a I, tropical that, island. That I feel the need hey, to- uh, sit there for an hour. Satisfied. I'm going to a tropical island tomorrow. <laughs> you sit there and entertain yourself. Okay, here's some travel tips, though. Okay. Okay, since this is the big traveling episode. Boom. Travel toothpaste, like the little, the yeah. little tubes. Yeah. Just buy, you only need to buy one for your entire life. How? Here's something they don't oh, tell you. Oh, refill it? Because all, it's the same, the tip of the tube is the same size as a normal tube of toothpaste. 
So what you do to refill it is just put a normal tube of toothpaste, put the tip onto the tip of the other one, and then just squeeze, and it fills up the travel toothpaste. I saw something like that on Pornhub. Um, <laughs> no, wow, that's great. I do that with moisturizer. You just you get the travel size moisturizer. You just keep refilling it with mm-hmm. the big one. I I will say I did need travel size like little you know things in order to get through security or whatever the fuck. So first first thing I do, I happen to be at Target anyway, getting a prescription. Right, I go there. I go to the travel aisle. The little kits where it's just the the empty bottles. It was like three ninety nine, and I was like. Fuck you, dude. Three Fuck ni- you. I'm the master. Three ninety nine for three little tubes of plastic? You're out of your damn mind, You're right? You're like, I earned that in four hours up at Wind Farms. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck you, deals off, right? So then I was like, okay, I had a $5 off coupon for CVS. I'm like, I'll just run into CVS. Even if they're charging $5, it'll be free. I go to CVS, Kramer. You're gonna you're gonna flip your wig when I tell you what they're trying to charge you for empty plastic bottles at like, CVS. At CVS, what do you think they were charging? I already know it's gonna be ridiculously high. Yeah, I'm gonna say six thirty nine, fourteen seventy nine. I'm looking you in the eye right now, and I'm not lying, dude. Glendale at Glendale Boulevard, CVS, three bottles. In a little plastic fucking bag, fourteen seventy nine. they say. And so you would buy it and you would have to like refill it for two years to like. To offset that. But it's just like. I couldn't do it. I, it's cheaper. That's more than if the stuff you buy that's filled with something. Exactly, dude. Ick fucking Zach. It's insanity. So you know what I do? I'm like, where, where can I get this? Where can I get this? Where can I-? I go to 99 cent only. I'm like, do they have them there? They don't. But guess who does have them? Dollar King. Whoa. You ever hit a Dollar King? Not often. But Dollar Kings? Dude. They fucking slap, bro. In, out. Same fucking thing. Dollar forty nine. Bye, bitch. How much was the total time spent acquiring? <laughs> That's not the point, Kramer. <laughs> the point is a different point. Well, we- time but- is relevant today. Time is relevant. Time's liquid or whatever. Step into liquid. Here's another travel another thing. DVD. Um, so I I wanted to get Dramamine, right? Because I get motion sickness when I'm on a boat. And the only fucking thing I'm going to be doing the entire time I'm there is be on a boat. Apparently. You're going to be on a boat a lot? Yes. Why? She live on a boat? No, no, no. I get like the son of the woman that runs the inn that we're going to has a boat. And then he'll like take you out on his boat. So then you can like scuba dive and shit in the ocean or whatever. She really seems pumped for this, doesn't don't, she? Don't I seem like stoked? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man, I don't me and boats don't mix. Right. Like I as a child, I had intense. You can't opt out of the boat and just hang on the island. I will. We'll see how bad it is. But basically. I'm like looking it up. I see, okay, they got Dramamine. They got it at the Target, like down the street from me. But they're char- it's like thir- for a 36 pack, it's $14.98. And I'm thinking like, well, how much do they, let's say I did my, my normal thing where I'm like, what if I was at a Target in El Paso? I tried to, th- you know, like if you look, if you're in like a big major metropolitan area, they're going to fuck you. But if you go like to somewhere that's not really, 
then everything's cheaper, right? So you go to you find a Target online in El Paso and um, order from them in El Paso. No, 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 no. And it, because Target price matches. Oh, well, so got if, you, got you, got you. So I find it in El Paso. It's like ten ninety nine, right? But then I was like, wait a second. No, they also price match with Amazon. Oh, Target price matches with Bezos, right? Wow. So I look it up on Bezos. On Bezos, it's like eight forty nine. Wow. That so we've gone. Great. We've That's gone. Awesome. F- we <laughs> so we've gone from actually when I said it was eleven ninety nine at Target, no, they're trying to charge fourteen ninety nine. So it was like from fourteen ninety nine to eight fifty two or whatever. Like that's a significant savings, man. Yeah. Every time you go to fucking Target to buy anything, I don't. check Bezos. Well, if you're not Kramer and you do go to Target, if you're someone else in the rest of Earth and you go to Target, make sure you check fucking Bezos because is that not? A no, that's a massive shit savings. Yeah, that's bad shit savings. And, and here, then, I well, and that was only for thirty six pills, right? What have I told you? Check this out. What have I told you? I get there, and then I notice these things next to the Dramamine, which I remember from being a child. That oh, dental dam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called a C band. What's that? I re- and this is the thing where you don't have to buy medication, you don't have to run out, et cetera, et cetera. They're these little wristbands. Yeah, that looks like a wristband for a squirrel. Well, you put on your wrist, and it hits the this pressure point, this acupressure Whoa, pressure that's point cool. for nausea. Wow! And so it's you also can- like a cool bracelet. And yeah, now I'm, I'm totally not going to look like a fucking dweeb wearing them on both wrists everywhere I go. But I'm telling, but C bands, those those help with seasickness. Yes. Where did you find it? It was at Target, dude. Who? How many people need that? That's at Target. That takes up shelf space. <laughs> well, it's not in El Paso. Well, it's just for any kind of <laughs> locked El Paso. In any kind of in any, it's not just uh, seasickness. It says nausea and vomiting and travel, pregnancy, uh, and chemotherapy. Any time, like any. Sort of instance in which you're nauseous. Okay. Hitting this pressure point will help. Okay. And I seem to recall them working when I was a kid. And I did price match the once. I price matched it on Bezos and it was like $8 on Bezos. So I got, I still went out, you know, I still got the nice price, but these things, they're reusable. Okay. So medication, that's not reusable. You take it once. When's your next boat trip after Honduras? (laughs) <laughs> i may you know i might fuck around and get chemo i don't know you don't know um no you know that that is good Tim. i'm sure we got uh listeners who are who going you go know on boat? nauseous on boats they could you know what i mean we got lots of listeners all around the world uh, uh yeah a long boat trip especially if there's an unintended uh problem like oh we got a hang here for an hour because of this or that mm-hmm. it's like it mm-hmm. could get brutal mm-hmm Speaking of water and boat rides, Yo. can I send you over to Wiki one more time? Don't mind if you do. And if you would look up Timber Mountain Log Ride. Timber Mountain Log Ride. It's a themed log flume, water dark ride at Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park, California. Give me some history there. History. Uh... All right, I'll cut to the chase. Yeah. Basically, I mean, the, this is the first, it's not the first flume, but it's the first like where they staged it like inside of a mountain or whatever, you know, like they do, like most flumes as we know now, mm-hmm. it's like. It's open air. 
Yeah, but it's not just open air. It's like it's built into a mountain and then it curves around. You know what I mean? It's not mm. just like you see this naked flume like a roller coaster. You just kind of see it naked. It's just the roller coaster. Yeah. But then some they build into. You've been around to the parks and stuff? I Yes, I, I've been to theme parks. All right. So nod, yes, or something. You, yes. You, you get yes. what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so so you're saying this is this was the first themed flume? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like the Midwest or something had flumes earlier. And this was supposed to be a roller coaster that kind of went through the mountain. Mm. But then the guy changed it and said, no, let's make it a flume. And then Log like flume, in the early yeah. 60s, mid 60s is when flumes came about and exploded and they were at every amusement park. Oh, so you're saying this shit predates when Disney did their log flume, whatever the fuck. What's it called? Oh, uh, Krusty Mountain or whatever? Yeah. Probably because, I mean, that's what the history says, is this is the first one that was staged like that. Okay. Anyway, it's done by a guy. Can you see his name in there? It's like- Bud Hurlbert? Yeah, Bud. Bud, Bud Hurlbut. Bud Hurlbut. Bud Hurlbut. Anyway, I always loved the flume at Six Flags Great Adventure. It's the same one that uh, Notorious B.I.G. would attend a few years later. I always wondered if, I wonder if me and Biggie were at Six Flags together. But he's kind of- <laughs> Maybe young, I don't know. But I always loved the flume. It's always been a big part of my summer mythology and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the barn at Knott's Berry Farm, yeah. where that was designed and Bud Hurlbutt did all his stuff, it burned down last night oh, in a massive me. fire. We lost it. Wait, what else burned at Knott's Berry Farm? Just that big barn where Hurlbutt would do invent all the rides and stuff who would set fire to, was it arson i don't know oof well fuck that man i don't care for that no burn down disneyland you yeah go I mean? for that you like knott's berry better than disney knott's has the fucking peanuts license dude what's that peanuts oh I thought snoopy you, oh yeah, charlie brown oh, they, do, they have peanuts rides they got peanuts bro i they don't like know if they have peanuts rides but they have the characters peanuts is depressing and they have i try to watch the great <laughs> pumpkin charlie brown i was like i gotta mute this thing just the piano alone and the, and the empty silences and the kids wandering around despondent i thought i've told you about seeing snoopy on ice at knott's berry farm and how much it rips oh maybe there's so. like one there's one part of snoopy on ice where it's very they're like Really trying to imply that he's on an acid trip and the Who's I Can See for Miles is playing. <laughs> you can't find that shit at Disneyland, dude. No, I guess you know not. what I'm saying? That's cool. Steve Martin didn't work at Disneyland, I don't think. Didn't yeah, he, he did. just work at Knott's? Oh, he worked at Knott's? Wait. I don't know. I thought he worked at Disneyland. No. What's he going second tier for? Steve Martin, Knott's. Steve Martin, Knott's Berry Farm. Steve Martin, Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, it looks like he did. Uh, he definitely did. Probably was Disneyland, let's be honest. I guess he also... Yeah, he did work at Disneyland, too. Fuck me. There you go. But he worked... I mean... History vindicates. <laughs> All right, so listen to this one. I'm listening. I goes to Gross Out yesterday. Mm -hmm. Love that. I'm already on board. I start to BS with the checker, and I don't know how we got into talking about scams or something, phone scams, mm -hmm. and he was saying that when they call sometimes, he said, like, the phone would ring, and then 
he would say hello and people just start like talking in Chinese or something like that, he said. Mm -hmm. But he said, always say hello because if you say yes, they record the yes and then they use your yes to agree to all these other things <laughs> like that's going on. That's what he said. Act gross out. Okay. But um, anyway, I went to the gross out website to do a little exploration. Yeah. Do you know that they say, I'll read this to you. I'll read this to you. Do I know that they say that they were started in Emeryville, California? I do know that. No, read this. How do we do it? With the help of our brilliant buyers who shop the world, traveling thousands of miles each year to find the most thrilling deals on brand name groceries. Whether it's through packaging changes, surplus inventory, or product overruns, our buyers source it all. Everything from fresh meat and produce to our natural and organic nosh items to the wow deals. We can hardly believe ourselves. Okay, so like I'm going in there and sometimes buying a cereal box just because it has the packaging. Mm -hmm. It's like that's why they bought it too. Like they said packaging. Like packaging a lot of shit they get go, oh, this is our old packaging. We don't want to put this out anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's huge that th those two. Uh, I mean, my whole life I've been going to the cereal aisle and just kind of looking at the artwork. It's, it's odd that like, oh – they're getting stuff based on the packaging. Well, also, I mean, saying packaging changes that really have, especially when you talk about something like uh, cereal, that heavily implies that like every theme cereal is just like the same shit inside, but with a different box right. over and over it, again. Which it is. Do you I know mean, what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, these white things are ghosts. Uh, now they're. Um, yeah, now Hats. they're yeah exactly. <laughs> and then when you eat it too, no matter what color it is or what it is, it all just basically tastes the same, like yeah. basic sugar slop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is funny to me because do you remember Jay Peterman from the Seinfeld show? Yes, Elaine's boss, and he was always on traveling around the world to find like a different hat or vest or something. Mm -hmm. It's it's like. There's people with these exciting jobs working for gross out, traveling the world looking for. It just seemed how like a I, funny thing. How, like, do, how do you who get books that, job? that? Yeah, exactly. And man. then if you go on the website too, they go, "You got something to sell us?" And it's just like you just send them an email. Why do you have this? Why? How much? Oh, like if I have a garage like, full of uh... <laughs> yeah, like you could just be a gross out supplier. Like they got people canvassing. You know, they come around to your house. What's in your garage? You got any uh, tricks or for kids back there? I think the thing that I that I read on there that I find it impossible to believe, not to say that I, you know, doubt gross out at all ever in perpetuity, but travel the world. Yeah, the question world. Question mark. Right. I mean, I guess there were those like BTS coffees that one time. Yeah, yeah. But like how so often do you find worldly goods? That's what you're I mean, this is great timing cuz you're traveling the world. Perhaps you'll bump into some gross out canvassers mm, down mm. there and I'm going to keep my peepers peeled. Yeah, maybe on the boat. You'll throw up on one. <laughs> right on. Lord, don't let me throw up on a damn boat. Please, God. Please. We'll find. I know what's going to happen with you down there. What's going to happen with me? 72. No, not 72. What's a day and a half? Uh, 36 hours in, intense sunburn, chilling in the shade with aloe. <laughs> for the rest of the set. Aloe. Aloe. All right. Aloe. Uh, Shout out to you on that. Shout out oh, to me on that. I go. I was in Glen Oaks yesterday. You know that wood grill over there? Yeah. Glendale, Glen Oaks. I do. I do. It's a great wood grill. So I'm buying stuff like float to like, oh, that's a, you know, that's a shitty lamp 
let me buy that for $2 Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll peel the sticker off that clock radio I bought. Clocks fans lamps mm-hmm. is the way they do that. Clocks fans lamps, baby. So I go up and I'm buying shit. And the lady that's always there, as soon as I walk up, she goes, hello. And then uh, I was just buying the stuff straight out. I was like giving myself a vacation yesterday from exchange. Like, ah, I'm just going to buy it. It was, mm-hmm. it was like six bucks or whatever. So I get up there. She goes, hello. She goes, no exchange today? <laughs> my greatest fear. My, is like, my reputation precedes me <laughs> yeah. as a man who is quite picky. And I'm like, oh, oh, like, oh, she's got me made as one of these serial return guys. Mm-hmm. So then uh, there's a pause and I go, I can't leave it there because it'll just bother me. Like, what did she mean? So I go, do you like? Do you like the return people or no, you don't like the return people? Great question. And she goes, yeah, money is money. <laughs> I don't care. Like she was basically, yes. But she said money is money. And then I like, I to was whom? like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Because right. like a lot of people are just buying the stuff and leaving. <laughs> and never coming back with it and the receipt yeah. in order to exchange for other goods and services. Or I, I just... I don't know. Nobody thinks about it or cares. I'm like, even if they just made these stickers a little harder to peel off, they would probably make $10 million extra a year. (laughs) But they don't do it. But it's pretty crazy. Money's money. And um, Follow the money. Yeah. So I bought that. I picked up another DVD. I'm up to 12. I did pick up an Emerson combo VCR. Oh, another DVD player, you mean? Player, yeah. Okay. Because you just said DVD. Yeah, sorry. Okay, got it, got it. I have the, I call it. Oh, wow. Kramer's got 12 DVDs now, gang. Give it up for him. Whoa, he's really been stockpiling. (laughs) No, I call it the Players Club now. So it's just like, oh, that's DVD, that's Blu-ray, that's VCR. Mm -hmm. But anyway, there was a combo Emerson one, old school, 2003 or something like that. And uh, I get it home. Neither works. Like, neither side works. So I was like, that's not even worth head. holding on to for the $2. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a principle matter. Yeah. So that goes back. F them. But um, been acquiring. I'll tell you, like, it's just not that hard to stay at the head of the float if you're willing to pay $2. But, like, I'll look over there and I'll go, oh, 12 DVD players, five Blu-ray, six balance boards, two of these, five of those. And then I'll go like oh that's like you know 40 items right there you know what i mean like or that's 50 items i got right there oh you're looking at your own yeah i'm looking at my stockpile of treasures all right all right i thought you were looking at the store and i'm looking at all that stuff and i go like the most i paid for that absolute most is like a hundred bucks right i mean it's just it's insane it's insane yeah i just i don't know it's just a fact i speak out a lot of times but 15 years ago, it's just always free. 15 years ago, the amount of shit that you were looking at in that garage would be like 10, at least 10K or some shit. What probably. garage? Well, I'm assuming that you have all your stuff. Oh, this is- uh, This, this is, is in the manor? Yeah, these are these are like, when I'm into something and I'm like actively collecting it, it's usually up in the manor. Got and it. then when I move on, it goes down to the garage. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So these are up there, but 
It's just kind of crazy. I mean, it's like whatever, whatever it, everyone is struggling now and life is so hard and I got to bust ass and it's like not even 15 years, like <laughs> in 12 years. You know what I'm saying? Like we already live better than any king or royal person that ever lived. Mm-hmm. We got more power on our phone than they had in their whole castle, Megan. Wow. How about that? <laughs> How about that, dude? All right. One wait, last. wait, wait. I got to say. Oh. oh. Well, since you're talking about DVDs, I just want to say I've gotten a couple texts from Panorama Sarah the past couple days. Yeah. That prove she wants the clock radio exhibit. Well, actually, we haven't discussed that yet, but it <laughs> it proves that pick disc. It's it's really? starting. Let it's me starting. Hear. Let okay. me hear. Here we go. Uh, look at what she look at what she saw yesterday on Hoover. No way. Boom. Jet Li's hero Pick picture disc, disc hanging, hanging on, on a telephone on pole a telephone with pole. a nail. Yeah. People have already used them as decoration. And then look at this morning. Oh, there's an artist who's doing DVDs. Mm-hmm. What's that one? Sleepy it's called Hollow? called Ring of Brightwater, and it's got an otter on it. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it is pick disc. Well, the only thing I would there's a pick of a damn otter on it. I actually have a subset of water life, like whale sharks stuff, <laughs> like that would go good in there. <laughs> well, maybe you should. After we record the show, you should run down to Hoover. So this guy's like the Banksy or the Basquiat of picture disc. He's like doing stuff with them. It could be. It could be. And you know that thing you told me about what Guillermo del Toro said. Oh, about being curators of... Uh, yeah, that, that stuck with you're the custodian. You're the custodian of any movie that may or may not be available on mm-hmm. streaming. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was very interesting. You know, this is what happens. The stuff's kind of untouched. Nobody's talking about it. Then it just takes three, two, three events. Like Guillermo del Toro said something. Vidiots does some event. Mm-hmm. This happens. Mm-hmm. Then everybody else starts to catch up to it. Then the uh, big companies start to copy it and ape it, and it'll be a trend. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's inevitable, gang. There's no way all those picture discs. I mean, it's not like a Bazooka Joe gum wrapper, and even those people collect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now listen to this story. What's up? So we play qualos or quarters this one guy rico he named it qualos qualos okay so we play it outside up against the club have i ever talked about this yes many times oh well mostly just to brag about how good you are at this at uh, the qualos (laughs) you're right okay this is more of the same all right we're playing the other night and handron seavey stand-up comedian he's been on who charted squat melt alumni Mm -hmm. he throws it and he does the ultimate thing you could possibly do, which is throw it and not just get it closest to the wall. He had it leaning up on the wall, like the quarters leaning against the wall. How is that possible? It's just like one out of every thousand throws. It happens. And we go, oh, my God. Like you can't believe it when it happens because mm-hmm. you've been throwing up like for weeks and then somebody leans it up. So I got to throw after him. I got one. The only way I could possibly win is to somehow hit his quarter. But even then, like, who knows? And then even just hitting someone's quarter is very difficult. Of course. 
Kramer gets down on his patented squat. <laughs> he throws. The quarter slams right into Handron's quarter. Handron's quarter bounces back off the wall. My quarter slides. To, there's an indention at the bottom of the wall. It slides in into the fucking indention? indention and knocked him out. And he's hyper competitive. He was like almost an Olympic skier. I start running around out there. I mean, it was maybe one of the most athletic things I've ever done in my life. Wow. And uh, I even said to him, after, he, he doesn't like to admit, you know, when he loses and stuff. Mm-hmm. I go, the whole time we've been playing this game out here, I go, that is the most insane throw that's ever happened out here. And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> game must recognize game. There you go. So I showed up with five qualos in my pocket. I got it up to about $3, and then I lost it all back. So he wound up. I rescinded that. So him and Rico, they took me for my twenty-five, And so I was just thinking, you know, like on the way home, like 62 and a half cents is what I lost to Handron. To have busted his ass like that. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, it's priceless, dude. Unbelievable. It's absolutely priceless. You, it, like. After time, your memories get boiled down. Like 10 years from now, you'll be like, oh, Honduras, I went on a boat. I ate tacos. And I'll be like, oh, that Qualo's good. (laughs) (laughs) It's giving us the same amount of memories. I'm excited that you're going there. Of course, to me, it would be a dream vacation. Um, I'm going to live vicariously through you. Yes. And of course, Scraps is going to live through me as mm. I will be. How many times am I coming down here to feed him and stuff? I mean, what works for you? Well, I mean, what? Can what, you do it? What's ideal? Well. Daily? Daily would be ideal, but you could do every other day. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, he's we're going to put the auto feeder outside so he'll get dry. We'll put the auto, the water fountain outside. Yeah. So he'll get water. I'll probably come down a lot because I'll just feel like, Cause it's what just else am like, I doing? The, let the guy eat some good food. Yeah, have him come in for a little bit, lay in his little bed, eat some wet food. Because we can't put wet food out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in my mind, I'm like, move in, first day, cot, <laughs> bring it in, never leave, whole week. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be respectful. Where you got the cams? You got any ring cams or anything? No, no cams, no cams. This isn't a nanny state kind of household, man. This is just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is exciting. You know, it's so funny. When we say history vindicates and all that, mm-hmm. somehow I knew that I would get a key to your place before you'd ever even see Enter. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks right there. That tracks. And this was an exciting and interesting episode. Yes, We thank went you. through more than you did on this one, gang. If you listened for the, you know what I mean? It was like what? a 45-minute experience for them. I mean, for it's us, a real sensory it's overload. Yeah. But uh, we wish Megan the best and the safest of travels. We hope that she sees many things, brings back stuff. We hope she finds out that if you take a boat across the island, the aloe is a dollar cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be grifting Honduras. Folks, where are you boating? Why don't you send (laughs) us an email, grifthorsepod at gmail.com. Let us know. And while you're online, go to haveasummit.com slash shop, pick up an Austin Stories DVD, makes a great stocking stuffer. Absolutely. Or a Have a Summit t-shirt, same diff. Absolutely. Do not wait to find a Goo Crew shirt at Wood Grill. You can pick one up right there on Teespring. Kaboosh. And 
when Megan gets back. Oh, no, we're going to, uh, yeah, we'll be getting back to you. Tune in for the next episode, <laughs> and we will see you right, right here, here next, next week, week on Grift Horse. Horse.